Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Mm. And this was all born out of a conversation where you considered being a lap dancer. Well, well, I think, actually, hang on a minute. Pole dancing was what came up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, that, I maybe, that, maybe that's a natural extension. Is it? I don't know. Well, I mean, I, they, they both say, well, I mean, they're both quite a, quite an athletic pursuit, quite challenging. Happy Tuesday, lovely people. Another podcast Tuesday, my favourite day of the week. And we've got a big announcement in a minute, so stay tuned for that. And you know, if you want to find out more about my pole dancing exploits, make sure you hang around for the show. But other than that, we have a really good chat about the comfort zone, getting out of our comfort zone, how to know if we're doing that for the right reasons. So maybe it's a job or a promotion or a, or a course or a programme or something we want to do. How do we know we're doing it for us, not to kind of please the people around us or tuning into that inner GPS and inner guidance so that we make decisions that fill us up even if they're not always comfortable you know and um on the alcohol free journey that's huge because we have all this time money effectively space and energy that we didn't have before that we can suddenly start channeling into uh, a new direction and so it's a huge part of living present and sober so me and ellie really enjoyed the chat and we really hope you do too okay big announcement next week it's our one year anniversary how on earth has that happened 52 episodes it's amazing and um we just can't wait to wait to share the show with you. It's going to be full of just celebration and fun. And we're having a giveaway. We're having a big giveaway um, to celebrate, right? To send some love your way because of all the love that you've sent our way. So next week on the 31st of May, on the Tuesday when the podcast releases, if you want to enter the giveaway, we're going to want need you to do a few things. Okay, so for one week only, we need as many people as possible to tune in on the Apple podcast link. Now, I'm going to put that in the show notes and in the email that goes out and in the Facebook group and if you normally listen on android don't worry it's fine we just for one week you can use the you can go on the the itunes um kind of like uh, the podcast website either on the pc or on your mac or on your on your phone and just for one week just tune in there we're going to need you to follow us so you can sort of tick the follow button and if you already follow us you can unfollow and then follow again that would be amazing so that's the first thing follow us listen into the episode and short way in, you're going to hear a secret word, right? Which take a note of that. And if you can't listen to the whole episode, don't panic. You can always tune in later. But listen up until that secret word. Get hold of that and email me, right? So the email address is hello at presentandsober.com. So it's hello at presentandsober.com. Email me with confirmation that you've followed us, listened to us, and the secret word, right? All on Apple. It's got to be on Tuesday, the 31st of May. And you'll be in the giveaway. Now, for the giveaway, dun, 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 we're going to give away five mugs, right? Five slippery fish mugs. If you're, if you're not into, if you don't know what that means yet, go back and check out the moderation episodes. You'll learn all about it. Limited edition, a couple of t-shirts and, wait for it, a spot on our next Stay Stopped solution completely for free. Now, we have poured our heart and soul into that program. It's such a beautiful space to hang out in. And for one lucky listener, you're going to get the chance to uh, to come and hang out with us for the, for when the next launch comes up. 
So yeah, that's the big giveaway. We're super, super excited. The more people that listen to us on that day, the more chance we've got of going up the podcast charts, the iTunes kind of podcast charts with Apple. And uh, we can spread our reach, spread the present and sober spirit and love out into the world and just impact more people. So it would be such a wonderful way to to help us get this podcast out there. And we, we deeply appreciate any of the uh, any of the the listening and the following and everything that you're going to do. So thank you so much in advance for that. I'm going to send out a reminder about that. So don't panic. We will definitely uh, be letting you know about it. And yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it. It's got to be on the Tuesday. Those three things. Follow, listen, send me an email with the word, and uh, yeah, you'll be in the giveaway. Okay, awesome. Without further ado, I'm going to hand you over to me and Ellie talking about the comfort zone and all things inner wisdom. See you there. Hey, bud. Here we are. Wonky Sam. <laughs> Wonky me. I was just trying to get my camera straight, and I was like, yeah, I think I figured it out. I think I figured it out. Hey, team. We're... Uh, we're just kind of going to let this one flow because we were thinking about what to record today. And then we were like, huh, there's that really cool thing we spoke about a minute ago that could be that could be cool. And it's like fresh in our head. So we're going to have a chat in and around the comfort zone and getting out of our comfort zone. Mm. And how on earth do we know that we're kind of stretching ourselves for the right reason? Because there's kind of, it feels to me like there's this, this thing called the panic zone that we can sometimes end up in well, in as well. Um, and it's kind of this dance between the, all these zones, you might say. And maybe by the end of this, people are going to feel like they're in the twilight zone, but you never know, do you? Mm. Mm. And this was all born out of a conversation where you considered being a lap dancer. Well, well, I think, actually, hang on a minute. Pole dancing was what came up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, that, maybe that maybe worse. that's a natural extension, is it? I don't know. I mean, I, they they both see. Well, I mean, they're both quite a quite an athletic pursuit, quite challenging. Anyway, the the reason it came up is because we were we were having a bit of a chat, weren't we? And and you were trying to decide whether you wanted to do something because you felt as if it was going to help you kind of evolve and it was going to push you in a put from a personal development point of view. And my point was, yeah, but you know, I could train to be a pole dancer and that would be, you know, a stretch for me from a personal development <laughs> point of view, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing for me to do. And for whatever reason, it seemed to have the, the required effect in the moment we had a giggle and everything seemed a lot more light, didn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It was a, it, it, once again, it was a, it was a good, uh, as good analogy. Um, Just came to me. Mm, it's good. It's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was all caught up in, I think, uh, do you know what? I think part of this is born out of, I've always had this bloody drive for growth. And for the longest time, I saw it purely as personal growth and development. And I think, so here's an interesting question. How much, because I like, I'm in my own stuff all the time. And it's very hard to see outside of it sometimes because <laughs> I'm human. Do, does everybody have this? Because 
to some extent, like as human beings, we, we're meant to evolve, aren't we? Like we're meant to grow. So does everybody have this drive to transform and change and grow or it's a good question and to the same extent as like what it's a good question it made me think of um so if anyone that kind of like incessant drive and like oh my goodness am i ever going to get there and i think uh, there's a there's a book isn't there that we've both read recently called driven is it douglas brackman is that the chap's Mm. name who wrote it i think is the author i think i've got that right and he talks about how, you know, there are a, definitely a percentage of people that are driven and there are perhaps um, a larger percentage of people that are less driven. But I think it sort of depends what angle you want to take on it, because I think for all of us, we can we're always looking for new things and adventurous things, I think, or, or perhaps we're all not. I don't know. We can only talk from our perspective. But it seems to me that when we sit in the comfort zone for too long, that becomes uncomfortable. And then things like drinking or you know, to make that tolerable, we can start doing things that kind of make it tolerable because we don't have to kind of look at it so much. That's sort of how I felt. So I've always felt really driven. I always had this feeling in my gut of like, yeah, no, I really want to, I really want to do something. I want to create something. I want to build something. And, um, and, and it was funny because for me, even though when I was teaching, I knew that I was doing like a, a good thing. I knew that I was helping people and I knew it was kind of like a, a great life pursuit. It, I knew it wasn't my thing. There were certain things about it that I really, really loved, but it wasn't the thing. It yeah. wasn't the thing. And um, I know that now because now I'm in in something that for now is the thing that grow growing this thing together and working on coaching and um and like the flavor of it, the feeling behind it is really, really different. Um, and I choose to develop and grow all the time. And I think a lot of I think a lot of people when they take alcohol out their life or whatever it might be suddenly they realize oh wow actually no I am full of all this creativity and potential and I do want to grow Mm -hmm. um and then it becomes a question of like well well in what way and Mm -hmm. in what direction I guess Mm, yeah that makes a lot of sense that's how how certainly how I felt I'd for ever since I was a kid I was always striving for something and (laughs) could say part of this is down to that Enneagram 3 achiever in me. So it was all, always chasing something. And I had this belief that there was something bigger that I was supposed to be doing with my life. And it was challenged by not having access to my own inner voice. So for the... Even, even going what I chose to go and study at university wasn't really what I wanted to do. It was what my auntie thought that I should go and do, you know. Um, and it was all about, you know, the, the beliefs that my family held around, like, you know, you, you, need, to, you need to have a decent earning and um, you, know, you can't go and study something that you enjoy. What's the point in that? You, you need to be picked up on the milk round. Um, so I, I applied myself, but I was never, it never felt fully right. And then, and I always remember being at university and so I studied marketing and, and I had a year in industry in the middle of it with 
uh, Procter and Gamble, so like the biggest company that you could go and work for, and it was phenomenal. What a fucking experience that was! It was immense, and so I applied myself, and I and I really did love what I was doing. But I remember thinking, because I had exposure to different disciplines within marketing and, and business, and one of the things that I had to study was sales, like sales management. And I remember thinking, no fucking way, I'm getting into that no chance and then what what was my first job after I left university sales <laughs> and part of the reason I went into sales was because well that's where that's where all the money is and I had a huge amount of student debt to pay off I needed gainful employment I needed to pay for a roof over my head and all of that so I ended up going into sales and then that was that was my career, right? I just was pigeonholed in bloody sales, and 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 all of my personal growth was, well, sorry, not my personal, all my professional growth was in that area, and it was doing the sorts of things that now make my hair stand on end because <laughs> it's just like just not enjoyable at all. Not like you know, oh God, I always remember this is a really funny story. <laughs> I remember so I used to work for when I left university I worked for Weetabix so p- people in the UK will know this company it's a big breakfast cereal manufacturer and they were and the thing that was great about Weetabix was that they were a very traditional um, British owned company privately owned at the time and they they had very traditional sales function and we had to, as part of our training, we had to do this talk. Like I can feel my toes curling now thinking about it. There were like a little group of like, say, four of us. And then the the person that um, is doing the training and the person doing the training sits in one room with candidate and the rest of us have to sit in the other room. And in room number one, there's this like sales process being played out, you know, like um, role play style. And then <laughs> and we're in the room next door having it piped through in real time so that we can watch it. And it was just bloody hideous. And uh, I just remember being in that room and uh, it, oh, good grief like you could you could hear the laughter from the next room so as you're doing your thing you're trying to concentrate you can hear the laughter from the room next door so and 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 actually it was all in good fun and it was and it was okay and it was jovial and it was fun but you know those like those like whenever anybody says role play to me I'm like oh oh god because from a, a developmental point of view it's like it's never ever floated my boat, but I was very much pigeonholed into this this track. And then once you're in it, it's really hard to get out of it. So I kind of pivoted in my career into international sales, and I loved that. I really, really loved traveling. That was the thing. Like I liked like getting on planes in first class, and then flying to a really nice hotel and staying in a really nice hotel, and then doing some business whilst I was there. So it was great experience and. I worked for a fantastic company and saw the world. And, and it was really, I learned so much. It was a very entrepreneurial environment. So I learned a huge amount about business and 
all all of the different aspects of business marketing sales logistics that like was involved in everything so it was really really great experience but all the while i've still got this underlying um dissent is that the right word like i just i didn't feel aligned and i didn't feel like i was really fulfilling my either fulfilling my potential or like I didn't have any real purpose. So what I was doing was clearly valuable to the customers that I served and worked with. And I was making money for the company. But beyond that, it's like, well, this is all just a bit meaningless then, isn't it? You know, there was nothing really to me that was like, it, it, if, it, if it all fell away, it's like, well, so what? Like, what kind of imprint does that make on the world? And so I would say that for a long time, I made a very good career, made a lot of money and all the rest of it, but was probably very unhappy and um, just felt like I was stagnating. And so drinking became the thing that makes it palatable, the thing that makes it uh, easier to bear until it makes it worse. And then you feel like you, or certainly I felt like I, those dreams were just becoming even further away because I felt oh, I'm just getting older and I've got even less opportunity and now I've got all these kids running around. So, you know, I'd like visions of, well, could I retrain? Could I like go and be a vet or something? That'd be really exciting working with animals. And it's like, well, how the shitting hell would I do that? How would I just suddenly go and retrain? Where would I find this money from? And, and so then back into the cycle of, oh, well, what's the point? And this is just all crap and, oh, have another drink and that'll make me feel better. So that, that like end of my drinking career was really, it, it was getting all quite pointy the, the, to this part of me that really felt um, just like I, I, had, I had something else that I needed to be doing, but I had no fucking clue at all what it was, no clue. And I think all the while I was drinking, I would have never, ever got anywhere close to it because I, I, I couldn't tune into that inner voice. So I really do think that there is this wonderful opening. It might You might not get all of the answers immediately, but certainly removing alcohol is a first step to be able to get some clarity and tune in to start to know yourself and what's really important to you, because otherwise, like you just keep spinning your wheels in, you know, like I was in in sales. And it's interesting now because I'm, I'm still very much in sales to a degree. But when you're selling something that you utterly believe in and that you're totally aligned to, it's a really, really different feeling. So, you know, I, I completely agree with you about that whole, like it just, it, it feels very, very different, but I think it can be, it can feel like it's just very far off. And the question that I think comes up the most for people is like, how do you find the thing? How do you find it? Because when you're in it, that's wonderful. But when you're out of it, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a pretty awesome thing to be um, curious about. Because we kind of we can accidentally end up in these kind of feedback loops. I don't like the kind of uh, I guess belief that I had was 
or the kind of root core thing running below was that I needed to either prove myself or I had these kind of perfectionist tendencies. So like whether I was KP waiting tables, like my first jobs, whatever it might be at like 15 years old, I just didn't want to make a mistake. I wanted everything. I wanted to be the best in the room. I wanted to be good at it. And, um, you know, it was powerful. It was a powerful energy in terms of I made a lot of money. Like, like when I first started waiting tables, I sometimes would walk home with a couple of hundred pounds a night in tips. You know, as a teenager, I was like, this is amazing. Cause I was like turning this drive into, but like it, you kind of end up in this feedback loop of, well, I was doing it in a, and like we all have to make our own decision about what's meaningful to us. I think for some people being in, you know, international sales or hospitality is like super meaningful and like and we'll know because we like get get the feeling around it but if we're in something that doesn't light us up and we're trying to prove ourselves we can end up mm -hmm. in this kind of like like one of those 2p things that you do at the arcade but it, it never actually works it never goes down the, the hole in the middle it just constantly spins around all the time and you get a load of stuff done but it's not necessarily like uh you know you want to build a castle and you're actually building like a you know, you're building something entirely different and you're like oh yeah but i'm building this look at this amazing thing that i'm creating but actually you can sense like yeah but I'm not sure this is where i actually want to live like is this what i actually want to build and the only time i ever dropped the ball it's really interesting my like, academically and stuff like that i did okay um and, it, and at my you know a levels like we do here in the uk i did quite well i was a driven kid um and then i got to uni and totally dropped the ball because of drugs and alcohol basically like it was the first time that I had something that forcibly, I don't know whether it was conscious or unconscious. I just didn't care. I was like, yeah. oh, like this, I'll just lose myself in this feedback loop. And then I just like, didn't do that great with my first degree. I had to like, you know, spend a few years figuring that out and, and, you know, and, but you know, everything's fine, but I think it's, um, it's really important. Well, it can be really, really powerful to get curious about the energy and where it's running and how it's running. And um, for me, it's about building a bridge. So I think often what we do is we go, okay, here's my life now. So for example, I was a teacher, you were in international sales, perhaps someone's, could be anything, you know, they may be in a something that's really meaningful. They may be a nurse, they may be, um, it doesn't matter. It could be anything, any kind of job. Um, and you sense like, oh, I'd really like to be doing something different. But what we do is we create this kind of like perfect next step island. And we're like, yeah. oh, I really want to, like, how on earth am I going to get there? And for me, I built a bridge between the two. So I got really curious. I was like, huh, like, I wonder now that alcohol's not here, maybe I could do something. So like I went a few years ago, a good few years ago back um, back now, I went to like a free weekend for, for life coaching. And I was like, and I didn't sleep for like a week afterwards. because I was <laughs> like, wow, this is it. Like, there's a me-shaped hole. Who knew it? Like, who knew it? I've been looking through the whole way and I found it. Um, and then like over time, I started doing a little bit of coaching in school, um, sort of like a day a week. And then it and then in the end, it was like then, then at one point or another, you've kind of like semi built the bridge. And then there's this kind of like you're at the edge of your comfort zone and you're like, am I going to jump? So the decision for me was I've got, you know, I'm coaching people on on the side. I've got like a few clients and it's going really well. And I've, you know, we had we've been training in different disciplines and was built, you know, building sober rebellion. And I was like, but, and, you know, we, we spoke about this. Um, it was like, I think it's time to make the leap. Uh, and in the end, funnily enough, the universe just, just gave me a nudge. Um, mm. And it was scary, but it was the best thing that I ever did. I'll never forget hovering over that send button to, uh, to my current 
line manager, not current line manager, my line manager then of like, you know, I've decided not to come back next year, send. But then just the instant, it was almost like, it was like the craziest thing because there was all this like thinking around, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then the moment my finger was on the button and it was done, it flipped from like, oh fuck to, oh, whoa, like what's going to happen now? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and, and there's all, there's, we, we, there's a, there's a route to that place for all of us if it's something that we want to do and 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 it's also really interesting that for a lot of people that I've worked with it's not it's not what we're doing it's how and the energy it's like suddenly we can realize oh I've been running on a scarcity thing and then when we realize that and like go on a journey yeah. of like kind of un, like working through that and, and being full of more abundance um suddenly we're like oh this is a great job for me this is exactly where I want to be because I I'm not performing my duties in order to complete myself or because I feel like I need to prove myself I'm doing it for joy and for fun mm-hmm. um and so things like it can also be the case that nothing changes and everything's different mm-hmm. and that's because it's all it's all happening from inside of us anyway so suddenly if our entire belief system shifts or if we start to like yeah. look in a start to get really curious suddenly the whole thing can change like the whole job can change in front of our very eyes without it actually changing at all that is true that is true so there's there's a multitude of options available to you folks yeah and there's things available in action that aren't available in sitting on the sofa and thinking oh yeah you know like those kinds of worlds that we create and oh i could never do this and i could never do that and i mean i on a weekly basis i have that experience where i'm like oh, i've got this thing to do and i create how long it's going to take me what it's going to mean how difficult it's going to be i sit down to do it and 20 minutes in i'm like oh right well, that's basically done then or it's like oh this is fun <laughs> like so actually i wasn't feeling the thing i was feeling my thinking leading up to it like oh how interesting <laughs> you know that, and that's how it works mm. it does it does and there was something you said a little while ago about not needing to have like the full, when you're talking about the bridge, not needing to have the full thing figured out. And I think it was Carolina that talked about this on the podcast when we interviewed her, just seeing the next step, the one thing that's in front of you. And when you start to move into that, your energy changes the way that you feel about it changes and if you can have faith and an element of trust in the fact that it will work out the way that it's meant to with that ease and that taking your hands off the steering wheel and no more gripping it starts to flow and things happen and there is just that that beginning that little leap at the beginning where it is pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. It is making a commitment to something. So I remember signing up for the coach training and had a whole host of stuff around that. But I just, like it just felt 100% right. There was nothing, there was n- nothing about it that felt wrong. There were thoughts, of course, that came up around you know, what happens if, but I just had absolute 
for the first time, I think, in my life, had absolute faith and trust in the decision I was making. And that just wouldn't have been available to me had I still been drinking, because I just would not have been in any way tuned in. So that that connection back with yourself, I think, is the, like it's the, the fundamental to me. Because no, nobody else can really tell, like people, I did listen to other people for a long time, but nobody else can really tell you what's right for you or where you, in inverted commas, should be going. That's That's down to you. And it can be a bit of a distraction to go looking for other people to kind of fix our uh, issues and ideas and point us in the right direction because then the the onus is off us like it doesn't feel quite so scary but this is another point about radical responsibility like no, nobody else is going to do this for you so what what choice are you going to make and that's that thing about that one step that you were talking about before where you know like so to give you an example with this podcast so uh in my, I looked, I looked the other day at my line of day journal and it said, basically it was, we're coming up on the one year anniversary. Right. And, uh, it was like, it said, uh, we've released the first podcast today or something like that. And I was like, wow, like that's made up of, of a series of just one step, like 20 minutes ago, oh, yeah. whenever it was that we started doing this, this didn't exist. So me and you may have had a load of thinking about, oh, what the podcast is going to be like, how's it going to be received? And we'll, we'll f- like, you know, we, we get feelings associated with that because that's kind of how it goes. Um, and, but here we are, we're literally in the moment creating this now with each other live mm-hmm. and it will form part of the tapestry of the one steps. And, you know, there's that whole thing of like, we, we often overestimate what we can do in a year, but drastically underestimate what we can do in a lifetime or in 10. And, yeah. I love what Michael Neal says on this. He talks about like, often we're striving for the perfect day, but he often wishes his partner, like have an average day because 365 average days of like average kind of like development or growth or that's so, so powerful. Cause often what happens with the, with the perfectionist model, as I used to run on is, mm. you know, we, we manage it for 10 days and then we, we say, Oh, fuck that off. And we just don't do it for for 10. And so actually the energy it's really interesting it's like being curious about what's going to take us into that next step is uh is really powerful like these days i i kind of make less stuff up in my head so like i make up less deadlines i'm i i don't create as much stress for myself because i see like it's unfolding in its own way and i just let it let it play out and i trust in the in that and then I'm pleasantly surprised to look back every month and be like, wow, we got quite a lot done, pal. You know, loads got done. It can be really easy to be like, oh, it's not going to happen. And But I can promise anyone listening to this that a series of, you know, this is like one of the greatest kind of principles in investing, right? Is that kind of like small gains held over a long period yeah. are so freaking powerful. And all of that thinking that comes with the, oh my goodness me, I want to build this perfect place where I'm going. And to me, it's like that can really get in the way of us doing just doing that one little thing. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like a, it's such a wonderful way to live life and to just stay curious and to be like, well, you can always, you know, whatever happens, you make a little step in one direction. If you're like, oh, this wasn't the right direction, you just make a di- little step in a different direction. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. sometimes there's a leap and you know when it comes. And often the leap is still a step though, but it, it comes as a kind of like, you can feel, ah, oh, this one's a, there's something different about this one. It's kind mm. of like a, a turning point or whatever. And sometimes, sometimes you can't, sometimes you realize after the fact, you're like, whoa, that tiny step turned out to be this massive footprint. I had no idea that that really tiny car, I had no idea, did we? Like, think about it. When I just pinged your message and I was like, all right, mate, we've got to get to know each other. We've definitely got to collab sometime. Like, we had no idea what was going to come from that. Yeah, yeah. And, and if all you're focused on is the outcome, then you miss out on all this. Like, you might get there with whatever the driving energy is, but you miss out on everything that's in between. So like this idea that there's a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, the rainbow is the gold. Like you've got to enjoy being in it. And I, I feel when I fall into that mode of striving for something, it just... My blinds are just about to collapse and it's gone, carry on. Oh, carry on. <laughs> This is going to be good. We get hit. We see another A and E episode here. Um, yeah, the, it, you, you can entirely miss out on the good stuff, the really good stuff, by striving for an end goal. And then, and, and I've done this so, so many times in my life. Worked really, really hard towards something. Thought, oh, it'll be all right when X, Y, Z happens. You get there, and it's like. Oh, <laughs> it's a misunderstanding. It's oh, like we recorded a podcast way back called "I'll Be Happy When," and this is it's uh, it's 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 that pattern playing out. You know, I'll be happy when I get to this destination, or it's like newsflash: the destination doesn't really exist. Like it's in constant flux all the time. You know, this moment is all we ever ever have, and um, yeah, like. So like, I remember having this kind of uh, decision um, conversation with my dad, he was talking about, so it feels like sometimes the old model is like, you do a job that's all right. You just about get by, you put up with it for 50 years, you retire and then yeah. you kind of like play golf for the next 25 years or whatever, you know, or, and, and I'm like, and I, and I kind of made the point. I was like, yeah, or you could start, I, I'm going to start making moves in my life so that the idea of retirement becomes kind of like a mute point. It's like, well, mm. I might do a bit less, but goodness me, I don't know where I'm going to be 30 years from now, but I'm going to hedge my bets on, on the fact that I would still love to be talking and going out and, and, and helping people to the best of my ability. And, and, and I'm not going to want to like ever completely give it up. It's not going to be like, Oh my God, I can't wait for the day where I finally <laughs> get to that. Like, it, it just seems like a, you know, and, ha and, and, and it's like, I think a lot of people, they get there and they're like, they get there and they're like, uh, where is it then? Where, where is this promised land? We've all been promised. And um, it's here. It's right here, right now. So in making that first step, that's the journey. Like you're on the journey regardless, but it's, it just brings a spark into life. And, um, and, and I really think, I'm, I always say to people, <clears throat> I've had a number of clients now, hate that word a number of coaching buddies i don't know what we're going to call it coaching a number buddies. of coaching buddies who who they've been like oh, i really think i want to do this 
and and what they've what they've decided to do is take one step and they've you know started a blog or um you know started doing one thing on one day a week or gone part time and and then they've come back to me and they've been like oh that's so wonderful like i'm so happy about where i am like my my normal day to day as they would call it has taken on this this new color i love it and then i do my my day a week volunteering here or whatever and i love that too i would never have known that just putting half a day aside for me and my passions would have had this wonderful effect on everything else that I do. So, yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not really sure that it's funny, huh? Cause when we started to talking, we started talking about comfort zones and you know, that line and how, how do you kind of know that something is um, right for you, whether you're going to, whether you're doing it just to, for the sake of growing, you know, is it just going to be another certificate in the drawer, which, I've got loads of them or is it actually is it actually like connected to the core of who you are and I think some of that comes from the it's funny because we've been talking about this a lot earlier um recently and really but like animating energy around it like what's the what does it feel like because I now know that me and you are crazy busy like we were we were literally just talking before this call and I was like I need to like relook at some things because I need to because the space it's kind of like you know when you put that um filler in a hole and it just keeps expanding, expanding <laughs> it's yeah. like it's at the edge and I need a oh, bit more space yeah but yeah. but I feel calm and I feel really joyful and I sleep well and and if I rewind back a while to when I was sort of less busy but I had way more to do or it felt like it and there were deadlines and timelines and scarcity and it had like there's oh my goodness if I don't get this done now then this will never get done and effectively what happened in for me in my story was I ran on that energy for about a year burnt out didn't do a lot for six months and then I learned through experience at the end of the six months I was like oh do you know what it's still all right like Mm -hmm. there's still like people that need coaching like there's no all of that so much of that stuff was just made up I was just tripping on a load of stuff that I'd made up in my head that felt really important and it felt really real but you don't have to like the wonderful thing is you don't have to go through that process like you don't have to have the the experience of like burning out for however many months at a time mm-hmm. um you, you, by just going into you know by just finding people who are passionately driven and driven with an energy that gives gives them yeah like feeds them and doesn't drain them you know that's a really really powerful thing that's a powerful journey to be on so get curious about what what's animating you Mm, mm. yeah I I think there is something really to be said about like the, the whole crash and burn story is it's one way of doing it it's a classic. <laughs> it can take a lot to get back up again and get going. Top seller. <laughs> a bestseller. Bestseller. But that the steady away, the and, and it's those, as you said, it's those little shifts, really, really subtle shifts that can have profound change. And I think it that that possibly is the the route to making you know because we we know this whole thing about uh discomfort so growth is on the other side of discomfort but the steady away approach i think is 
uh, an, an easier path to getting comfortable with being uncomfortable instead of continually just throwing yourself in right at the, the deep end and checking out whether you're going to sink or whether you're going to swim. Um, I think it's a little more gentler with the nervous system <laughs> to, to do the steady away approach. But that's sustainable. Like you can build upon that and you can course correct along the way and you can check in with your intention and your values. Like, is, is this aligned? Does this feel right? And it may still feel uncomfortable and you may still, you may still come across fear, but you'll know whether you're heading in the right direction or not yeah like being i was on a wonderful call this week where we were talking about um how being aligned with life it doesn't mean that it's always like easy it doesn't mean that you're not going to have challenges and and feel uncomfortable and be human and go through pain and grief and like human things and joy and awe and all the rest like it's But you can kind of, you can go on the journey of figuring out what living in alignment with the flow of life means, or you can, or you can not. And I think just having the purpose behind, no, I want to go on that journey. You know, I want to figure out what that means. Like, the, like it, like in Taoism, like literally going with the flow, being like water so that those you see flow around the pebbles, not like smash into them when they come. And it mean it doesn't mean that there aren't, pebbles doesn't mean that you don't like get scratched and knocked along the way but there's a different kind of feeling that comes with it so and I think that like it's it's hard to kind of put into words but when you're looking at that thing in front of you and you're trying to figure out like you know when you're looking at the pole dancing course and you're like is this for me is this really what I want to do it's like well is it expansive is it it, it, does it is it there as a something that you feel is going to feed you and the people around you what's the footprint going to be and, and like you do the best that you can and like you know I've definitely if you re, if we realize that we've stepped into something and we're like oh actually my reasons for doing this were yeah I'm not sure I am aligned that's okay that's that's a massive wonderful thing to learn mm. and over time we start to like really realize like, because, because I've, <laughs> I now do a lot of um, courses and a lot of, of things I'm doing like, like from the out, from looking at it from the outside, I'm doing a lot of things that I've always done, but I'm not getting burnt out from them. The energy is really different. You know, I've sort of realized that I do want to keep learning. I do want to keep learning all this stuff to do with the podcast and everything, but it's not like a, Oh, and, and I have to do it in this way because that is a reflection of the kind of person that I am or, and that, and then that's a really wonderful open space to be in because suddenly just everything starts shifting. Like the way that your life is running starts, it just starts running differently. Mm. Um, so you don't fancy pole dancing anytime soon then. <laughs> well, here's, here's a thing. Maybe. Maybe. Here's the thing. I've started salsa dancing a lot more recently and I can feel the, it's one, it's, I, I would never have guessed it. 
you know I've always liked to dance but I'm really sort of like I've got like you know when you start I don't know like for me it used to be like shooting hoops with basketball there was this feeling of the of the of your hands moving and the whoosh, and that and it was like so like ah oh, addictive but in like a wow they're like the whole kind of like somatic experience of all of this and the meditative element of it is wonderful and I'm getting that same feeling from salsa dancing you know it was messy as hell at the beginning I didn't know what I was doing but now I've got the steps and now I'm being able to it's like oh wow and then like you're in flow with somebody else and you're not thinking and you're and it just you know and then I'm starting to get excited about something which so basically for, for a good few lessons I was like oh I don't think I'm gonna go and then I was like looking for a reason not to go and Robin was like oh shut up come on let's go and now I've had three or four experiences where preceding it I've been like oh and then I've gone and been like wow that was badass that was so cool and now I'm like oh that's great for me like all that's getting whipped up ahead of time is a load of thinking and I want to go on this journey and it's I've realized it's wonderful like there's there's not much booze in the salsa scene because no one wants to drunk no one wants to dance with the drunk person who can't dance you know it's just like everyone's having fun the focal point is dancing not drinking and I'm just like so aligned with it I said to you the other day like yeah, I'm going to go and do this Latin music festival and all these things that have opened up. And there was a time where, you know, like I'm, there was a time where the choice between learning to salsa dance and learning to pole dance, I'm not sure there would have been actually that much of a difference between the two. So maybe in the future, I will be a pole dancer. Who knows? There you, go. you heard it here first, folks. Wowee. There was a maybe. There was a maybe in there. Well, you've signed up for it now, so I do believe that we will we, we'll be sending. But there, you've sent me off, and I can't even speak anymore. Wow, the thoughts, God, I've got an image in my mind. <laughs> oh, it's all going wrong. Oh, we'll be selling tickets. So watch out for the live event coming soon. This is, I mean, talk about we talk about. We spoke about one step at a time. Okay, this is my driven tendencies coming to the fore. I think that there is something about (laughs) not listening to the first thing that you think, because that's not really you, right? That's not the inner voice that I'm talking about. The, The first voice that you hear will be all the reasons why you shouldn't do something. The, there's a, the, the course that I signed up for recently that I am thoroughly enjoying when I, and it's funny how the universe like taps you on the shoulder a few times. So I've had many, many taps and every tap I listened to the first thing that I thought. Unfortunately, the last time I got a tap, I kind of shook myself out of, hang on a minute. That's like, I'm just making up a really shitty reason why I can't do this course. And it's, it's made up and it's fucking nonsense. So I'm now not going to believe that anymore. And I'm going to sign up for it. And it's going to feel uncomfortable. For sure, it'll feel uncomfortable. But it was wholehearted. And it's interesting because it's shaken so much stuff up. I feel really, I feel like I'm part, like I've been in a washing machine and now I'm going through a mincer. That's what I feel like right now. And earlier on, I was thinking of... (laughs) You know, from the 80s with the old, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I, you've just, 
you don't have to. I have just got to stay with it. I've just got to stay with it. And I've got to remain anchored into my heart space. And this is, this is right. It's, it's all as it's meant to be. It feels rough right now, but I can include it. And it's going to be glorious to see what's on the other side of it. It's, you know, it's like intentionally shaking the snow globe. And then it's like, we do that a bit. Sometimes that's what a coaching session's like. Like we shake it up and then we put it down and then it, it needs some time. And then from a different vantage point, a little bit down the road, you know, and that's that's the thing about the one step or the signing up to the thing or the going to the one salsa class or the, it's that you learn, you really get to learn that we're always living in the feeling of our thinking. So whatever is coming up for you prior to it, you'll live in the feeling of that thing. It's not telling you what the thing is going to be like. And maybe some of your predictions are true. Maybe they're not. But even when you get there, you're still going to be living in your feeling of the thinking about, I mean, in your feeling in that thing. And that's just a really interesting thing to know because it means that sometimes your feelings are going to be telling you Oh, I'm not sure about this. Oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. And it's going to be a load of BS. Mm. Might be the greatest thing that you've ever done. And so for many of us, we wait. If I'd have waited for the time where I was like, yes, let's go, salsa. No way. And I can tell you now, climbing and salsa are the two things recently over the last few years where I felt like a kid, like, like it was like when I first started skating. I was like, oh, this, this, like every part of me was like this. And yeah, I was like, I was right old scared before it. <laughs> right old scared. It's going to be right. I was like, I'm going to be right shit. You know, what are they going to think of me? All the rest of it. And you get there within a minute. I was like, oh, that was all made up. Everyone's yeah. thinking that. Yeah. Every, everybody's, everybody's doing the same thing. <laughs> everybody's scaring themselves. I was just freaking myself out. Mm. you know mm. but you know to round this off when you surround yourself with people that are willing to Hold edge on. into that like that it that that feels amazing it really does you're you're really with your people then and there's so much humility and compassion and grace and fun and laughter because people in those sorts of spaces they don't take themselves too seriously they won't allow themselves to take themselves too seriously I got a lovely uh my mind just went to you know stay stopped when you were talking about that you know and that and that vibe of like people that have all got each other's backs and like everyone's yeah. going on their own journey and we can all like you know laugh and cry and you know it's 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 lovely you're so right like that's um it's a really really powerful thing to be doing you know what i hadn't thought of that i was i was thinking about it from my own experience as a participant in these things and i hadn't thought that like we've created that that didn't exist before yeah. And, it, and, and that's what I mean. Like anything's possible, right? You can create like that creation thing is we kind of forget. We kind of forget just how magical and amazing that is, that that was, it was an idea 
and something that we were pulled to do. And we had a lot of thinking about it as well. You know, we helped each other with that. Mm. And, look, and look at what's going on with it now. It's amazing. So cool. So, yeah, anyone, we can all do it. We can all do it one step at a time. Mm. Awesome team. Speaking of which. Just before we go into that, I just, I do want to say, I've I had a vision in the middle of all of this. Oh, no, is it? It's not it's, it's, vision of me on um, it's the combination of two things. It's not the SpongeBob SquarePants hot pants. Nope. It's um <laughs> no, nope. When when you when you do go into lap dance training slash pole dance training. I don't know if they do lap dance training. Maybe they do. <laughs> it's just a who knows? So, right, okay, let's let's stick with the pole because I think it works better. So when you go into pole dance training, I've got a name ready for you. Sam, the slippery fish. <laughs> there you go. You are the slippery fish. Fine. I'll take Fine. it. I'll have it. All right, then. I've got a load of thinking about that, but it might be the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. So I'm going gonna... like, to. You could have one of those like mermaid suits on. <laughs> let's, let's take a rain check on this for now. Let's pause it. And let's see how it looks six months from now. Quite literally, see how it looks. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it's... Start with salsa, etch up the... Uh, I was going to say ladder, but perhaps... Side all your way into... I'm going to kill this conversation now before you have any more visions, because I, I think it's there. So say cheerio. What an awesome Bye. chat. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget, super special giveaway next week, Tuesday the 31st of May. Listen to the podcast through the Apple link I'm going to share in all the places. And, you know, give us a follow, give us a listen, send that word to me and to enter our super awesome giveaway. How is it going to be one year? I can't believe the next time that I talk to you will be 52 episodes in. See you there. <laughs>